this Premier League review, Champions League, Europa League, Europa Conference League picks edition of the Premier League Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by our Patreon. Score exclusive perks, content and contests, including our NFL Win Totals contest with a $1,000 prize. Join today at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon. We're also brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app to get last-minute tickets at the lowest price guaranteed. Use promo code SGPN for $20 off. And we're brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the app now. Use the code DGEN. New customers can score $200 in bonus bets instantly when they bet just $5 on any college football bet only on DraftKings Sportsbook with the code DGEN. Welcome, everybody, to the Premier League Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. My name is Malcolm Bamford, coming to you from Newcastle upon Tyne in the northeast of England. Today is Monday, August the 21st, and we are here. Yes, Baz. Yeah, I've got the nod of approval. I've got a thumbs up. Um, we are here too. I mean, if you notice that catchy title at the top of the show, um, we're going to have a look back over the weekend. Um, we are going to have a little look around the Premier League, see what we think after two weeks, if there's any other futures that we like, if anything's changed a lot. Uh, and then there's some European qualifiers this week, kind of the last round before the before the draw proper made. We've got Champions League qualifiers, we've got Europa League qualifiers, and we've got the Europa Conference League qualifiers. So we're just going to have a mooch about. Um, joining me, Mr. Barry Penaluna. Hello, Baz. Evening, Malcolm. How are you doing? I'm good, thank you. Um, I've come in here tonight, Baz, because the football's on the telly over there. So where's uh, the family? Two of them are up there. One of them's in his Xbox room, but they've all got strict instructions to leave me well alone. Uh, Bob might come in, actually, and watch the match, but he's he's currently shouting at strangers on the Xbox. Uh, he just beat someone on pens, called him a dickhead. <laughs> so that was good. Um, yeah, 38 minutes gone. Crystal Palace nil, Arsenal nil. Um, Serial is already in the chat one, asking what the overall under is on the amount of spoilers this year because Baz you sw- the, the majority of the back half of last season you ruined for Serial Serial uh, was having a lovely time sweating his bets out but until between February and May you ruined every single one of them by telling him who'd scored 30 seconds before he knew so are you going to yeah, get any- that a miss this season any anytime we were live streaming uh, it appeared Serial <laughs> was always a couple of minutes behind us um, you know the time it takes for it all to go through the wires under the Atlantic to the to the United States. Um, yeah. So yeah, I'm not giving any updates. You can do that because you've got it on the big screen. And well, I've got it. Yeah, I've got it on the big telly. Yeah. I quite like it in here with the big telly. Yeah, I suspect we're probably not going to have many in the chat tonight. We had about 13, 14, 15 last week. But um, given that there's a live football match on, it's probably preferable to most people than listening to us two going on about uh, Europa oh, no. Conference League qualifiers. Watching the football and listening to you, Baz, is a bit of a dream come true, really, I would have thought. Well, it's a perfect, and of course, it's a perfect if you don't crime, Baz. If you don't get in, you don't get the winners, do you? There's not been an awful lot happened. Eddie and Ketty are missed to sit there. Uh, Arsenal are mincing about quite a lot. Palace have looked dangerous on the break, though, as well. It's a, it's a half-decent game. Um, I mean, it's going pretty much how we expected, Malcolm. We said low scoring. Tight affair. I, I, I picked the draw. You you picked the unders. So as it stands, um, we're going all right. 
I've um, actually bet Arsenal though. I, you, you know, I'm quite good at tying myself in nuts. So I will have put, I've given out the winning pick on the show and then bet the losing pick. That's a speciality of mine. I'm excellent at that. I'm really, really good at not following my own advice and then swearing at myself later. Um, because we recorded that show back on Wednesday last week, five days ago. So you can talk yourself out of things in the time in between. Yeah, yeah, you absolutely can. Um, so as far as this weekend, I'll tell you what, Baz, you need to tell us first about um, the you you were doing things with Linktree and uh, you've got messages for the new listeners, haven't you, Baz? You're better than me at this. Yeah, so we've had lots of new listeners last week. Um, in terms of downloads last week, we had a massive jump um, from from previous weeks. Lots of new listeners, lots of new views on YouTube, lots of new subscribers. Um, and hopefully those who did join us enjoyed the show and backed a few winners because we've done okay this weekend. Got the weekend off to a flyer with some really good stuff. Went a little bit downhill yesterday. I, I picked a winner in one of them. You, you struggled a bit, but we could finish strongly here. If, if Arsenal do win, you, you hit your treble. If it finishes a draw, it's a strong finish to the week for me. Um, but yeah, anyone that has joined us on YouTube, cheers. If you're listening on Spotify, Apple and all of those, that's great. Um, just drop us a review. Give us a thumbs up if you're on the YouTube. Um We've been stuck on 49 reviews on Spotify for the last week. Oh. By the end of tonight, I expect at least one person to have clicked five stars and got us over that 50 reviews on Spotify. Um, uh, you should give yeah. £10,000 to whoever leaves a 50th review. Yeah, that, that's we could offer that. The big one, then. Yeah. I mean, there's no way of anyone proving <laughs> Um But, yeah, cheers. As I say, we've had loads, loads of... Uh, new people come along you can get our links in the youtube bio on our twitter bio uh, there's a link tree in there with links to everything so our youtube spotify apple tiktok twitter everything's all in one place now so follow us everywhere you can and don't forget to like rate review and keep coming back i mean this show is a bit of a bit of an unusual one because uh, we haven't got a lot to cover we're, we're covering european qualifiers but we'll be back on wednesday night with uh, the full premier league slate to cover so that's our our main show on the Wednesday, happy stay to get involved and uh, let's smash the Premier League again. Yeah, this was one of the quieter which you ever have, really. No, there's always something. Um, last week we had the full slate of League One and League Two games, uh, but yeah, not as much this week. Um, I told quite a lot of people over the weekend, Bas, while I was out and about about the uh, you taking the kids to see the Book of Mormon. Everyone seemed uh, quite enjoyed that story when I was telling them about the maggots in the scrotum song. <laughs> so that was good, um, but I. I I mean, I haven't got much uh, lifestyle chat tonight, Baz. I got some um, some new athlete's foot cream on Saturday morning. Well, I tell you what, it's been an arc to triumph, Baz. The minute I put it on, we tore I did use it as an excuse to not get off my arse for 12 hours because I didn't put a sock on the, the IT department. said, put a sock on that, you'll get it all over. Uh, and I didn't. I just set my foot up like... I'd been in a car accident or something. Basically, I had like one milligram of cream on my little toe and use that as an excuse to not move. I was like, I can't, can't risk it. Can't risk it. Maybe it's a couple of take a chance. But that, yeah, I can't take a chance. Yeah, dangerous, isn't it, Baz? So that's been an arc to triumph. Um, and I've got my first NFL draft tonight, Baz. The old SGP D-Gens League. However, it's a two in the morning, so Dylan Rockford uh, is going to stand in for me. Um, I've given him his instructions, the queue set and all that. Um, Dylan's a Jets fan, so I'm just hoping I don't wake up to Zach Wilson and other such silliness in my team. Um, he promises he'll try and do it sensibly. Captain Zane was in that league, actually. Uh, so try and keep him honest, captain, for me if you can. But yeah, there's lots of the 
standard um, sports gambling podcast network DJs in that league. But I haven't looked into the NFL at all, Baz. Um, but I know college football starts, which we're going to talk about a little bit in a minute. As far as the Prem goes this weekend, Baz, I finished... Well, sorry, if, with one game in play, I'm four and four. Yeah, four and four uh, with this one in play. Um, and I've still got my yak good. So eight units, one about nine and a half. So I'm all right. I survived. Um, I think the Tottenham and Brentford money line picks were my best ones. But I just feel like I left a couple out there as well, Baz. Um, the Chelsea penalty made a difference. I took Chelsea on the money line, 11 to 10. Um, he takes the worst penalty of all time. That puts Chelsea 2-1 up, and I think they win the game uh, from there. So that's disappointing. And then the second one was, I don't know how I got the Villa game wrong. Because everyone knew what was going to happen. And we handicapped yeah. it perfectly. Well, I knew what was going to happen. I watched that game. And, yeah, and I was scratching my head thinking, why have you taken both teams to score? Yeah, here? I know. Yeah. For everything we've said all pre-season about Everton, it all came to fruition again. They just never look like they're going to score. Um, I took Villa on the handicap in that one, which is why I'm five and three for the weekend. Um, so, well, yeah. We did say that like, Everton had made three and a half XG the week before and obviously Newcastle could have scored 25 against Villa so that was kind of the handicap it's just in hindsight you think what are you doing like uh, we've said before like, 10-15 minutes in you probably knew you were on a loser handicapping it well is one thing but you still have to make the right pick you just have to like arrive at the right conclusion once you've done all of that so um, you can tell us how the rest of your uh, weekend went bars I've got Couple of things. We've got some couple of new sponsors here uh, to tell you about. So I'm going to do that. Are you ready? Settle in, Buzz. Um, DraftKings is a good old big sponsor. Um, the time of year has finally arrived. College football is back. I know you like a bit of college football, Buzz. The traditions, tailgates, all the great offers from DraftKings Sportsbook, and you customers can score two hundred dollars in bonus bets um, if you bet just five dollars on any college football bet. Um, I've already been tipped off, Baz. It is Notre Dame, Notre Dame, Notre Dame, uh, to smash up. I think it's the Navy. Army or the Navy? I think it's the Navy. Anyway, Notre Dame are going to smash them up. Uh, so there you go. Um, download the app. Use the code DGEN. Customers can score $200 in bonus bets instantly if they bet just $5 in any college football bet only on DraftKings Sports with the code DGEN. Gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER in New York. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net in partnership with Hollywood Casino at Charlestown Races, all games regulated by the West Virginia Lottery. Please play responsibly in Connecticut. Help is available for problem gambler at 888-789-7777. Visit ccpg.org. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort, brackets KS, 21 or over in most eligible state age varies by jurisdiction. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. State-specific responsible gambling resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football. Uh, and game time uh, is still with us as well. Game time with the ticket people. If you haven't forgotten about the ticket people. Um, you don't have to stress out about uh, getting maggots in your school and tickets. Um, because game time will sort you out with things like that. Um, Theatre, as well as all your sports, music, comedy. Um, game time is just the app to help you with things like killer deals on last-minute tickets, best price guarantees, um, so you can start getting hyped for all the fun you'll have. I know a lot of our um, colleagues on the network in America have used the app. It's a really good experience. You get low price 
guarantee, there's exclusive flash deals on things like football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy, theatre. Um, and the game time guarantee means you'll get the best price. So if you find the same tickets uh, for less game time, we'll credit you 100%, 110% of the difference. Um, yeah, so that's exciting. Download the game time app, create an account, use the code SGPN for $20 off your first purchase. Create an account, redeem the code SGPN for $20 off. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. So what I wanted to talk about, Baz, before we make some picks was the, the teams with most things to talk about. Um, and I made some picks. I wasn't sure if you did, but I, I got some. Um, I mean, you were so the team... let me talk about my winners from the weekend first, Malcolm, and now you've just tried to... <laughs> well, I go on, Baz. <laughs> yeah, so I was five and three, Malcolm, but I got the weekend off to a flyer, didn't I? Because I took a one... No, literally a flyer, but yeah, two, yeah, two and so a half Friday, minutes. Friday night game. We both took Forrest to win. Um, a one year scored after three minutes, and I had a one year down as a first scorer as well. Six to one, um, it was five to one when we put the show on. Six to one got on the night, two to one for an anytime scorer. So we did get off to a hundred percent start, and then started off really well on the Saturday games with, with Brentford over one and a half team total. Uh, I went first half goals in the Liverpool game, Spurs to score two or more against Man United, and I took the Villa handicap. Um, the big letdown for me was Chelsea. Um, Chelsea over 1.5 goals. How did they? Oh, get? Buzz. We didn't even need them to win, Malcolm. I just needed them to score that penalty. Yeah. What's Enzo Fernandez doing taking a penalty? I don't know why. They didn't even take one in the shootout for Argentina. Yeah, so he yeah. wasn't one of the top five for Argentina. Um, I just see so, that yeah, style that... of pen, Baz, but Luis Pacator did the same but scored his. Yeah. But it just looks shit when you miss. I don't care what the stats are or what you think. At least run up and kick the back of the ball as hard as you can, right? And then I don't mind if you miss. That's I'm fine with that. But don't do what he did. It just looks like it makes my teeth itch, Baz. It really makes my teeth itch. Yeah, so five five from eight from uh, from my main pick. So that, that's a profit. But then I got my me, me scorer in, first scorer and um, anytime scorer. And also my underdog was Spurs for me. Um, so yeah, really good. Week and if this game can stay a draw, um, finish off on a really, really strong finish. It's gone half time nil nil now, so fingers crossed. But yeah, really, really strong week, particularly strong on the Friday and Saturday. Um, as I say, I was I felt a bit deflated yesterday after that Chelsea game. Um, but yeah, we'll see how tonight finishes up because that, that could raise my spirits again. Do you have anyone for the tip list this week? Um Someone crossed my mind and now I can't remember. I know you've got one you mentioned on social media, haven't you? <laughs> I mean, most people won't know who he is, so I don't know. Well, yeah, that's part of the... Well, yeah, I don't think he did anything... We're talking about Mark Goldbridge here, the Manchester United fan. I do quite a good impression of him, Baz, which makes the kids really laugh. I don't think I'm prepared to do it here and now, so you'll just have to take it on his red. I mean... It doesn't take much to make the kids laugh, that little idiot. Like, but they let me mark over, which isn't bad. Um, but he's a bit of a YouTube, he's one of these content creator type people. Appears to have gained some traction in mainstream media. He's just a right helmet. But he didn't do anything extra. He's just a tit. So I, I called him a tit on Twitter, but I don't think that's enough of the twi- tit list. Liverpool won, which meant Jurgen Klopp was happy. You're allowed to, anyone can do anything they want as long as Liverpool win. That's absolutely fine. 
Um, Arteta hasn't finished tonight, so he couldn't make it on. Um, Bruno Fernandes did act like a tit, but again, no more than usual. He just wanted to referee the game, didn't he? They should just give him a whistle, like. I said last week about these this new card situation. Back Bruno Fernandes to get a card every week. Him and Anthony will get booked every single week. Um, and it was it was a daft one again this time, wasn't it? And, and Anthony could have could have picked up a couple for that petulance and, and what have you. Just keep backing it. Um, I mean, the bookies will be on it. It'll be a short price, but for the time being, as I say, these players have just got it ingrained into them. So new rules won't click with them until one of them gets sent off for two offences. Yeah. Um, but at the moment, the, it's habit for them, and they'll keep making these, you know, thinking they can argue or thinking they can walk away with the ball when a free kick's about to be taken and all of this lot, and they're not going to get away with it anymore. So yeah, I think we both we both got mildly swindled um, by things that we and actually Baz yours was more important than mine. Mine was just a free fiver, so I put this a little same game parley on uh, with my free five pound, which was Tottenham to win. Uh, Fernandez to get booked, tick, tick, and Oliver Skip to get booked. Well, Oliver Skip didn't come on. So, therefore, it, the, it was 30 to 1. Without Oliver Skip, it was 8 to 1. So, I thought, oh, that's all right. I'll take me 40 quid. I was going out to watch Newcastle at the rugby club, Northern Rugby Club up on the North Road. Um, the kids were coming with me. I thought that would pay me three or four pints, some fizzy pop and some blue crisps. Um, and then they settled it. It's a, they voided it and gave us me fiver back, me free fiver. But I just thought if Skip. It just acts as a non-runner. I'm a whole my background's horse racing, like so. If you settle things as a non-runner, you just rules onto everything else. Oliver skips a non-runner. Yeah. Pay me the double on Fernandez and Tottenham. No, Absolutely. you said I asked you. I said, Baz, do you think they'll pay this? And you thought they would. So I got yeah, swindled. I, I was surprised. And then, then you got swindled as well, didn't you? On the, I got absolutely. I know we don't yeah. like him, and hopefully you learn a lesson and not do him. But it was the player. It was a prop bet, wasn't it? Yeah, it was a bet builder which had various shots included, shots, goals, outcomes. And it was the Villa game. There was only one outcome that didn't come in. I needed Ollie Watkins to have two shots on goal, not even two shots on target. He finished on one, but they didn't give him one for what he took before he was wiped out for the penalty. So he takes the shot. The shot's cleared off the line. And then in the interim period, he's wiped out for the penalty. And they don't give him the shot on goal. And their argument was because the referee went back to give a penalty, that negated the shot. But the shot took place before the foul. So the he's only going back to the point after the shot was taken, as far as I'm aware. Uh, but it's one of those things you can't ever win. You can't win that argument with any book. Um, and as you say, you pay him when you take your chances on those sort of things because it happens week in, week out. You say it all the time, people moan about those on Yeah, uh, yeah it's what, it is a bugbear of gambling Twitter. But there's no, nothing you can do about it. Like, What did Dave, did, 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 what did Dave Aransi? Um He came up with a suggestion which didn't... Uh, he asked if the ball had hit, hit Pickford before. Okay. Goal, but it wasn't really relevant because I didn't even need it to be an on-target shot. There was no doubt Dave, he had a shot. And it was no doubt it was before the foul. But what can you do? Never mind. Dave Ferran, he, he was our guest on the Everton show, but he works for Opta, uh, who do all the stats. So he's, his job is to sit in the ground and record all that sort of shit. Passes, corners, shots on goal. But yeah, uh, fair enough. So, yeah, we got swindled there, Baz, but not to worry. So, yeah, I ended up in Northern Rugby Club. I had three pints, Baz. It cost me 37 quid just because I took both kids. 
by the time he wants a G2O, then she had a little cider, which she got caught drinking actually off the bomb, and that was quite funny. She waited until like she took a big glug of it when the fellow was collecting glasses right in front of her. I was like, how many? That's like rule one of underage drinking is don't get caught, like just be a bit more subtle. Uh, so he sort of looked at me, rolled his eyes, looked at her, and I pretended, I just said, I pretended to tell her off. Well, yeah, put your mum's drink down. Not He yeah. must have known there was never a man with us at any point. Like, um, So, yeah, th- three pints and another 38 quid because uh, because everybody wants a drink. Right, we will get on to the... Uh, we haven't covered anything we're planned on covering yet, Baz. This is just like two blokes talking in the pub. Um, SGP Patreon first. That's what we're going to do. Um, the sign-up and you'll get access to things like the exclusive NFL win totals contest. It's got a $1,000 first place prize. Um, the first um, gambling podcast, stories podcast just got recorded, um, chronicling the birth of the network. So that'd be worth a listen. Uh, there's a Discord channel um, and all the free picks. Everything's all on there. So sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon. And Underdog Fantasy, uh, the NFL season right around the corner. Underdog NFL Pick'em is a great way to get down on your favourite over and under picks. You've even got college football and NFL preseason. Best Ball Mania 4, first place, has $3 million. Head to underdogfantasy.com, use the promo code SGPN for a 100% deposit bonus up to $100. That's underdogfantasy.com, promo code SGPN. Right, so what I wanted to talk about first, Baz, was just... How were viewing the teams? There was there was a lot of teams, with a lot of question marks, um, and there's, we've seen them now a couple of times. So the first one was Chelsea. Like it's this kind of top four race I'm looking at early uh, first up. Um, Man City and Arsenal fine. Um, Newcastle, I think unchanged. So, but Chelsea most question marks. I thought they played well against Liverpool last week. Really should have won yesterday. Seventy six percent possession. Um, Chelsea could be sitting on six points, Baz. Um, yeah. And they're sitting on one. Um, and I think that's kind of the story. But I think the key here is that they've got a lot of good players, but they do need someone to get the best out of them. But And I think Pochettino is the right man to do it. They've got a very experienced, very good, high-profile manager. Um, and I can only see improvement in them. I can only see improvement from Chelsea. And what I'm putting them up against here is the teams around them. So the teams who are vying for that top four position. So Liverpool are going to be the first one. Good going forward. But they've got no depth at all. Like, I mean, they got away with murder really at the weekend. They were 1-0 down. Could have been more. Horrible start. Um, the penalty, I am so unconvinced about that. Jobbish lie didn't take long um, to have a little cheat in the dive. Looks like a good player. Uh, it was an awful decision. But they're rolling out. Like, it was McAllister... Trent and Gakpo in midfield. So you've got McAllister, a right-back, who I've said already is going to struggle and is already struggling, and a centre-forward, all running near midfield. McAllister then gets sent off. They've got to come up to Newcastle next week, Baz, with Trent Gakpo, the new Japanese signing, or Harvey Elliott running around trying to get hold of Joe Linton. Um, And they can't defend. Um, You then put up Manchester United. I cannot see, Barry, and I know, right, that we are some Man United fans listening. I know we take the piss. It's our job to take the piss. It's fine. We'll do it anyway. Even if they win 10 nil every week, we'll still say that shite. However, I still don't know what Eric Ten Hag's trying to achieve, Barry. 
like there's no identity with them. You know what Arteta's up to at Arsenal. I know what Eddie Howe's doing. I know what Emery's doing at Villa. We saw it. I know what Iriola's doing at Bournemouth already. I already have seen what Postacoglu's doing. Um, you know what Deserby's up to. No idea what Ten Hag's doing. What is what's his what's his team meant to be? I absolutely don't get it. He brought in then Mason Mount, who's immediately just been put way out of his best position. He's uh, been negated. Fernandez is their best player. He's took a wide left to try and uh, stem the flow of attacks down there. Um, they've got zero chance of getting in the top four. Zero chance. I'm not buying it. And then I suppose Tottenham. Uh, the Tottenham fans, I think, slightly overreacted to their win on Saturday. However, I think they were just happy to have a little bit of daylight, and I've got no problem with that. Um, they were they'd been stuck in a bit of a tunnel, Tottenham. And I've spoken to a few Tottenham fans who just said they were there before match was fun. The match was fun. After the match was fun. And when you've been in and such a shit team to watch, when it's been such a shambles, little things like that, that'll do. Like that's all kind of what Newcastle fans wanted, you know, just to go and have a little bit of fun. Um, they easily could have got beat because I thought Man United definitely should have had a penalty. Um, there was a handball and then Fernandez missed an absolute sitter and he hit the post. Um, and then Tottenham did what they, they risked losing 3-2 so they could go and possibly win 3-2 where last year under Conte they just they wouldn't have done that at all. However, Tottenham are going to win one, lose one, win one, lose one. So the upshot of all of that, Baz, um, I looked at the prices to make the top four. Liverpool 1-2, to two, minus 200, not a chance. Man United four to five. Chelsea six to four, plus one fifty to make the top four. Obviously, it's not a working man's price. There'd not be that many people investing long term. Um, but I just think it's a cracking price. Might be a parlay piece if you want to stick something else in. If you want to stick it in the knacker. Uh, but I just think of those three teams. I think the prices are completely backwards, but. Yeah, I mean, I'd said to you this afternoon, not not much has changed in terms of my view after the first few, because I think everyone's got Man City, Arsenal in there and is, is taking up two of the spots. I, I said before the season started, I fancy Newcastle to get one of the remaining top four places. And I haven't seen anything, not just from Newcastle or, or those teams you've mentioned, to suggest that I should change my view on that. Um, and I think the next place is wide open. And as you say, Manu have shown nothing. I think Liverpool are going to struggle. Um uh, it's squad depth, as you say. You, you look at the players that Liverpool are bringing on at the weekend, and where were we? I mean, it was Elliot, Endo, Gomez, Simicas. Um, I don't know. I just uh, it it's round pegs in square holes as well at the moment. Uh, and similar with Man United, uh, you, you look at the bench and, and Jaden Sancho coming on. Nobody's saying, "Oh no, here comes Jaden Sancho." Um, it's a shame because he was a great player, but he's... I think some of the Man United fans are thinking, oh, no, here comes Jaden Sancho. Possibly, possibly. Um, I'd be saying that every week, looking at Anthony in the starting lineup because I like to have a dig at him every week, don't I? I, I had yeah, a yeah. question question yesterday. If you put gun to your head, Malcolm, and you had to drop Miggy Almiron, would you take Anthony or Mudrick? Fucking hell. Um, Some big could, money could spent we, on those two. Could we, play with, could we play with 10? Do I have that option? Yeah, we'll, we'll go with that. I just think, you know, the, the money spent on those two, that Mudrick looked terrible again when he came on yesterday. Yeah, it's he one really of did, things, yeah. There's, there's, there's no doubt there'll be a good player there somewhere. 
But it's one of those things where it can get away from you, corner. If you hit that sort of downward spiral, similar with Sancho, you know, where he hasn't, he never, never got off and running with Man United, um, and now he's in a bit of a con, con, we can, you know, get that form back. So, so in terms of top four, I'm same as you. I'm, I'm more confident than ever about Newcastle position there, and uh, yeah. the, the remaining teams, teams we've seen. I think Chelsea will be okay. I think Jackson's got goals in him. He should have. Done better yesterday, maybe. Sterling's looked really, really bright first two yeah. weeks. Um, yeah, he's been reborn. We've Sterling's seen flashes still. of that over the, the last couple of years from Sterling, whether he can sustain that consistently over a period of time. But if he can, um, him and Jackson look like they'll link up well. And as soon as Jackson gets one, I think they'll get more. I mean, the, the big thing with these teams, Malcolm, is Liverpool, Man United and Chelsea will probably all go out and spend another 70, 80 million on another player because they've had a an average start. Man, you will be looking, thinking, oh, you know, Mason Greenwood's leaving now. You know, they were clearly pinning their hopes on him coming back and then they've had a bit of a U-turn and decided um, that's not going to work. Chelsea are still, Pochettino said, they're still looking for more players. Um, (laughs) That shouldn't surprise us. And Liverpool, um, that endo can't be the the signing to replace Milner, Fabinho, Keita and Henderson um, because if it is I think they're going to struggle I've never um, seen him play but no I'm not, a, I'm not slagging him off 30, just, was he a 31 year old they need more than that player. you know he they might need, be fine need someone alongside him um, it, yeah just yeah I'd, I'd be worried if I was a Liverpool fan in terms of the top four prospects because I think it is wide open amongst you know, those teams. And, and I'm not getting carried away with Newcastle either. Newcastle will still be battling it out with those teams. Um, but I feel more confident now than I did two weeks ago. Um, so, yeah, I have a couple of thoughts at the other end as well, Baz. Um, and I think the team we have to talk about really is Everton. Um, we had them, we took them for relegation in just about every single one of those 20 preview podcasts that we did. We took them to finish below whoever the hell it was, Bournemouth, Luton, Sheffield, everyone will finish above Everton um, and tip them for allegation at 72 plus um, 350. Um, I tipped them to be the lowest goal scorers in the league as well. I can't remember what price that was. Um, but so far, they haven't troubled the scorers at all. Uh, still sitting on none. But after week one, we said, are you happy that they made the chances or are you concerned that they missed them? After week two, that I think answers that question. Um, Calvert-Lewin went off injured again. Not his hamstring this time. Um, he got a he got a facial injury, so maybe we might see him back uh, with one of those uh, masky type things. Um, so he was a bit unlucky, like. But even then, just absolutely nothing at all. And if the defence joins in, uh, like it did yesterday, it's like the defence just said, "Hold my beer." Like everyone are going to score enough goals. It was like the defence said, "You're not talking about us enough. Watch this." Um, and we said last year, what concerns me most, well, not concerns because I'm delighted, um, is that we'd seen no improvement under Deitch last year. That was the thing. They won a couple of 1-0s at home, like that one against Arsenal early on, and then basically that 5-1 at Brighton, that really weird once in a hundred chance, that kept them up. We saw no improvement. Um, so they're now into 7-4, plus 175 to get relegated. Um, so we've said I mean they've halved in price already I think that's uh, absolutely live I don't know if you can uh, parlay those two um, 
if you could double up Chelsea to hit the top four with them to get relegated, I think you probably could. Um, but yeah, Everton, Baz, any thoughts? No, I said to you again, my thoughts haven't changed on any of the, the bottom yeah, three really yeah. at this point. I, I went with Luton, um, Bournemouth. No, no, I didn't. Sheffield United, Bournemouth and Everton. Um, and Bournemouth looked a bit of a mess at times on Saturday as well, to be fair. It did get off to a good start. But second half, I looked like Liverpool could tear them apart at times. Well, I mean, that was... Yeah, yeah, Liverpool were great going forward as well. I know I've just slagged them off a little bit, but they were good going forward. They they really dominated them in terms of shots and could have scored a lot of goals. You're right about that. But yeah, not, no reason for me to change my mind on the. But at Everton was was the third one. And, and as you say, seen absolutely nothing to suggest I need to take them out of the relegation equation because I just I don't know where they're going to get them goals from at all. Like... Um, it's going to be a battle. I mean, even Dice came out the other day and said he was surprised at how bad they were. Um, not sure how he's so surprised. Malcolms must have seen a goal on the telly. You're doing it all. You're not even watching it. You're spoiling it. I was just going to say, Serial, tell us when you've seen what's happening happen. Um, so, yeah, something's happened, Baz. What are you, are you checking? Yeah, I can't see anything. The, the VAR's checking. He's checking something. I'm not seeing anything. Um <laughs> <laughs> the uh, the second team I looked at, Baz, so I did have another pick for relegation, which is a bit of a bigger price. I looked around, and that's Fulham at 4-1. Um, the fact is they were very poor at Everton. They got outplayed by Everton um, and won 1-0 somehow. Um, they then got outplayed again at the weekend, and this time got humped 3-0 um, perfectly, uh, perfectly acceptably. Um Mitrovic is away in Silva's wobbling. Uh, and I think that spells they, they don't look like a good squad. Uh, they don't look like a good team. They they were they came to more than the sum of their parts last year. Um so at four to one, I think Fulham uh, are alive, shot the go down. I've just been terribly unimpressed. Um and teams like Palace look okay, West Ham. West Ham were a little bit rubbish yesterday, but we'll probably win enough games at home. Uh, but some of the some of the teams we'll say Wolves have looked better, Forest have looked better. Teams down there, uh, but Fulham haven't. So that kind of that just shuffles Fulham down three or four places and puts them in the conversation at four to one for me, Buzz. Yeah, the only other thing I picked up was was Brighton. Obviously, we faded them, thinking you know Wolves had put in a good stint against Man United, looked dangerous. And we felt Brighton away from home could occasionally be vulnerable as they were last season. Uh, and that proved not to be the case. We got that one totally wrong. So Brighton have looked the real deal so far. I did expect some regression for them from them from last they season. Are, they are. They've played looting in Wolves. I was just and about to say, I mean, got, if, you let us, if you let us finish my sentence, Malcolm, I'd have got to that bit. But you, you carry on. No, no, that's right. I'm just watching this penalty. Uh, for Arsenal <laughs> I already know the outcome of that penalty um, yeah I mean as you say they, they've got really good fixtures just to start the season um, so we sort of expected them it's something we looked at for Fantasy League and stuff like that as well where Brighton were one of the best in terms of fixtures to start the season so we'll see how they get on in a few weeks time but, but yeah good start for them and exactly where they left off last season Okay, so there you go. Right, we'll, uh, let's, there's some stuff happening this week. We've got the final qualifying rounds of all the Europa competitions. Uh, the Europa competitions go into group stages um, after all. You get all these little qualifying rounds where all the minnows from Liechtenstein and Andorra and the lost city of Atlantis and Scotland and all these weird little countries all get to play. Um, 
before they get into the group stage. So it's the last qualifying round this week. Um, we start in the Champions League, Baz. Um, Martin Odegaard has slotted that penalty. I don't think I'm spoiling for anyone now. Arsenal lead at Crystal Palace. Uh, a lot of people are not thrilled that Saka's not taking it. Saka can't score them though, can he? Takes a lot and misses them all. Um, so Tuesday and Wednesday, there's Champions League qualifying games. Uh, first legs, there's the winner of these ties will go into the group stages. Um, and I've gone to, Baz, there's, there's three games on Tuesday, three games on Wednesday. I've kept it fairly local uh, in that I'm going to Rangers against PSV Eindhoven. Uh, Glasgow being probably no more than two hours drive away from here, two and a half, if you get the heavy foot out. Um, and that is eight o'clock on Tuesday, which is 3 p.m. Eastern time. Rangers, to win the game, is 17 to 10 plus 170. The draw is 12 to 5 plus 240. And PSV is 7 to 5 plus 140. So Rangers got here. Yeah, they squeezed past um, Servette. Uh, Servette, Swiss team. Uh, they squeezed past them on aggregate. Uh, last week they got a they got a decent result over in Switzerland. Um, not being in great form in the league, uh, they've won one and lost one. They lost to Kilmarnock um, early on, which is a bit of a shock result. Kilmarnock beat Celtic yesterday as well. Kelly have knocked both uh, the old firm over. Did you see that l- little Twitter yesterday about the one Kilmarnock fan in a pub in Benidorm or something? Yeah. Like yeah, you know, what the 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 front of Benny Dorm site. There's like 200 Celtic fans outside. Yeah. One Kilmarnock fan sitting in front of the telly. He's got his fucking chair above his head. He's just giving the whole lot of them. Yeah, fucking up the Killy, up the fucking Killy. Like and they're just all laughing at him because what else can you do? Like he's absolutely buzzing. He strides into the bar, uh, obviously to go and get matched once he's finished celebrating. So I enjoyed that. Um, PSV. I just think. We're, better <laughs> keep it straightforward they beat Stern Graz last time Austrian team home and away they beat them 4-1 and 3-1 um, and this could seem like a bit of a lazy fade of the Scottish Premier League but that's exactly what it is it's an active fade of the Scottish Premier League they get to play six competitive games a season um, the Dutch League's just better the, the top end PSV Ajax Feyenoord it's a level up and plus 140 I think it's an excellent price. This is a big tie. There's no, there's going to be no team rotation. There's going to be no taking foot off gas, anything like that. This is for a place in the group stage of the Champions League, which is life-changing for the finances of these clubs who sort of live in the margins. And PSV are one of those uh, who sort of are in the, in the Champions League every now and again. Then you might not see them for a couple of years. I just don't think Rangers are up to it, Baz, unfortunately. Um, PS3 are a great price here 75 plus 140 yeah so I've looked at the same game come to the same conclusion but a different way of playing it um, nice. so yeah PSV came through Sturm Graz in, in the previous round 7-2 on aggregate as well 3-1 win yeah. on in, and a 4-1 win so convincing against you know better opponents than, than Rangers had faced I would say in, in Servette They've had a really strong start of the league. They also beat Feyenoord in the Super Cup. Um, so there's no negatives at all for PSV when you look at their, their current form. Um, they were knocked out of the Europa League last year by Sevilla, who went on to win it. You know, they've got good pedigree, good history in, in European competitions. They're, they're in it regular enough. And that severe defeat um, that knocked them out of the Europa League was their last defeat in competitive football. And that was back in February. Sevilla beat them 2-0. Uh, sorry, Sevilla 
PSV beat Sevilla 2-0 and then lost the away leg 3-0. So, yeah, they haven't lost a game since February competitively. And it is a huge game for Rangers. Um, I know their home form is always good. The only team to beat Rangers in a competitive fixture at Ibrox this calendar year is Celtic, who've done it twice by a, by a one-goal margin each time. But I just think this PSV side is a better side than Celtic. Um, so if Celtic can go there and win on both occasions, um, it feels like, as you say, I, I think you can get 6-4 to four plus 150, Malcolm. I think it's a decent price for PSV. Uh, but the pick for me is the PSV team total. Um, and it's over 1.5 goals. So PSV to score two or more uh, at 11 to 10 plus 110. They've done it in four of their last five competitive games so far this season. Um, the, the only game where they didn't do that was against Dutch champions Feyenoord in the Super Cup win where they won 1-0. So yeah, the pick for me is PSV to score two or more at 11 to 10 plus 110. Okay. Um Next, the Europa League qualifying, same applies. Winners of these head through into the group stages. Um, these games are all on Thursday, um, various kickoff times. There's some right old teams in this, Baz. Um, teams you've never heard of, you FK Kukuriki, you heard of them? Oh, I'm always watching them on a Sunday evening. Big team, big fan of FK Kukuriki. Um, who else is in there? KI Klaxvik, heard of them? What? Norwegian side, Klaxvik. Must well, be. Sound it. They've got one of those little funny things above the eye. Uh, I don't know what the word is. Zrinski Mostar. Where's Mostar? I feel like I should know where Mostar is. Uh, no idea. Ludogorets, I know them. They're, they're Bulgarian. Um, Zoria, heard of them? No. Aberdeen, oh. you heard of them, Baz? Handicapped Zoria, so that's oh, have you? right. Well, I was oh, going to yeah. ask, well, you okay. can lead us off here because I picked one game, but I don't know what you've picked. Uh, well, I, haven't I, haven't picked Zoria, I haven't picked Zoria though, so you can go. Yeah, well, I had um, the Villa game next because I've went in chronological order, but um, we can jump ahead, that's fine. What's a when's that like? I think the Villa game's a Wednesday night, isn't it? Well, I went in seniority order of the silverware. Villa are Wednesday, though, you're right. Right, yeah, that's the way you want that, okay. We can go into the uh, Europa League, which is the first one for me then is Slavia Prague against Zoria. Um, Slavia are at home. They've won five out of five in the league. So for um, Zoria are a Ukrainian side and Slavia came up against Dnipro, who are a better Ukrainian side in the last round uh, and got past them. Um, Zoria aren't in great form. They've lost two, drawn one, won one in the league. So I'm taking Slavia to get the job done here. I think they'll do it over two legs, but I think they can also take a two-goal lead from this home fixture. Um, it's a short price, so I'm going to come up with two and double them up here in, in the Europa League. So I've gone with uh, a pick of Slavia, minus 1.5 on the handicap at 8-13. to 13. That's minus 162. Um, and because that one's a bit short, I've, I've took another pick and we'll double them up. And I think it's a game you've covered as well, so we'll see where oh, you're okay. going. Uh, it's a Union SG game. Yeah. Um, against, you can tell me who they're playing against uh, Lugano. Now. That's the one. Um, over 2.5 goals in that game for me. It's minus 1.62 as well. Um, but Union, they were really good for goals in the European adventures last yeah. year. Um, and Lugano have now gone... Over 2.5 and four out of their five competitive games so far this season. 
Um, I just like the look of goals in this one. It stood out straight away. It's 8-13 to 13 again, minus 162. But if you double those two up, so Slavia on the handicap, minus 1.5 at 8-13. to 13. And Union SG versus Lugano to go over 2.5. That's also 8-13. to 13. And the double pay is about 13-8, plus 165. So I like the double on those two in the uh, Europa games. Goals in this competition is normally a bit of a system play. It's quite a good Thursday night play. A bit like the um, the Friday night Dutch Division 2, where you just take over one and a half goals and everything. Uh, once you get a, you get a good card of Europa League action on a Thursday, and there's normally about 400 games as well, because there's a gazillion groups um, just start rolling up like 32-leg parlays and stuff uh, in goals. Um, I see the, uh, the, the, consi- the referee in consistency, Baz. Um, Palace just got a free kick. Havertz stopped them taking it. And while he did that, Ezier then asked for him to be booked. And neither of them were booked, even though both things were definite bookings last week. Uh, yeah. Just not this week. You've got to check your rules. What week are we on? What do we get booked for this week? Fucking idiots. Um, yeah, one pick for me, Baz. Union Saint Gilles. Um, yeah, we just goals galore. They scored a shit ton of goals last uh, last season. They kind of come out of nowhere as well, not a not a team that you're particularly familiar with. They're 8-15 to to win the game, minus 188. Um, they've had a good start in the Belgian league. They've scored eight goals in their, um, in their four games. And then the two home games, they've beaten Anderlecht 2-0. Now, that's a key piece of form because Anderlecht are a good side. They're always around this European scene. Um, they beat Leuven 5-1. Leuven aren't very good. Uh, Lugano... Um, I've got the same record. They've uh, won three of their four games in Switzerland. Um, but they did lose 3-0 at Zurich. And again, that's a, that for me is a decent comp game. The two comparison games are San Gilles beating Anderlecht 2-0 in Lugano, losing 3-0 in Zurich. Um, they got knocked out of the Conference League last year um, after a 2-0 uh, defeat to uh, Hapoel Beersheba of Israel. Again, not a great standard like so. Union were excellent last year, and I just think they're a different level. It's a straightforward pick. It's uh, Union San Gilles uh, minus one and a half goals on the Asian handicap is eleven to eight plus one thirty eight. And finally, Barry, we'll get to the main event. Is it the main event? Can can a Europe Europa Conference League qualifier? Where's the word conference fit into all this, Baz? I've no idea. Europa Conference League. I don't know what. It was just Who's a way of a- another tournament in, isn't it? Just a weird word to put in the conference, isn't it? Like, who's having the conference? What they're conferring about? Because we used to have the conference here. Like, Division 5, the what's the National League now, used to be called the conference, the Vauxhall conference. conference. But I just don't know what who's having a conference. Like, it just seems a weird word. They could have called it anything. Umbrella. Like, cheese toasty. It's just, the word conference doesn't appear relevant in any way, shape or form. Um... Quarter to six on Wednesday, this goes off. Quarter to one, that is, Eastern time. Hibernian, um, Hibernian are a Scottish team from Edinburgh. Uh, they are 10 to one. The draw is nine to two, and Aston Villa are minus 300, one to three. Um, so Hibs <laughs> had a right old wobble early on. They lost in Andorra. I mean, fucking hell, talk about form lines here. Um, with the team in a club, Des Declamesh, De- something like that from Andorra. There's a great video of like the uh, the the twelve Hibernian fans who travel to Andorra, or uh, all shouting at the 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 Hibs players in a sports centre car park where they played the game. Um, 
And Hibs did came back and battered them in the second leg, which they should have done, really. Um, but they've lost about two in the Prem, in the Scottish Prem so far. They lost to Taunton to St Mirren, 3-2. And they lost at Motherwell. And the form line's triggeringly worrying here. Um, there's a massive gulf in class. In Villa, we'll just go for it. There's no, Again, there's going to be no pissing about here. I don't think you'll see any rotation. If they're going to do anything, they'll try and put this to bed now. And they can rotate in the second leg. They didn't spend all last year getting into this competition to half arse it this time around. Um, and we know what Emery, oh, we've got an incident, serial. There's been an incident. I'll give you 30 seconds. I'll finish my handicap. Um, it's a Villa goal, Ladabaz is my pick. Um, I think they could maul them, unfortunately. Oh, Mike, the hard test. I might get on the tip list in the next 10 minutes, though. Um, over two and a half goals for Aston Villa, this is just Villa goals. Over two and a half is 11 to 10 plus 110. Over three and a half is 11 to four plus 275. And over four and a half, if you think they can go nap, uh, six to one bars for Villa. Um, and when Serial tells us uh, what's happened in the Palace game, we can talk about it. Uh, bars, Hibs and Villa. Yeah, can you remember when you went up that ladder in that USA v Vietnam game? Yeah, yeah. What was it? Three out or something? Can you remember what I did? Have you gone the other way? I've gone exactly the other way here, Malcolm. Yes. You're a big fan of the uh, form line through Andorra, are you? Yeah, it looks good. Um, I mean, don't don't get me wrong. I just, I looked at the prices on Villa and I thought everything was shorter than than I would like. Um, I mean, Emery's got form in all these European competitions, hasn't he? He's won the Europa League three times with Sevilla, one time with Valencia, runner-up with Arsenal. So he has got form in Europe. And, you know, Villa haven't worked hard to get to Europe last season to, to blow it at this stage. So I think they, they will win, they will go through, however they do it. But I think there's just a very, very short price for the away leg of this fixture at minus 330. Um, I think they'll back themselves to win... This tie in the second leg back at Villa Park, and I think they might make a few changes. I don't think they need to go out hell for leather in this first leg because they'll just pick them off in the home leg. I think they'll be good enough to win this, and I think they'll be good enough for a one nil or a two nil. And therefore, I think under two point five goals in this game, um, twenty seven to twenty plus one thirty five. That's the pick for me. Um, so yeah, not much help to anyone because that's a company. No, and and the other um, the other one I wanted to have a look at was the correct score. I think a two nil just seems um, about right for me. And two nil to Villa is eleven to two plus five fifty. So yeah, the pick for me is is under two point five goals, twenty seven to twenty plus one thirty five, and Villa to win two nil at eleven to two plus five fifty. Okay, so yeah, we completely not just wasted everyone times here. What's yeah. happened here is Tommy Yasu's been sent off, Baz, uh, for pulling back Ayu. Ayu's just skipped past Havitz on the wing again. Havitz has kicked him and pulled his shirt, already on a yellow, and again, nothing like. Havitz has got to get taken off in the next couple of minutes. Um, it's me, I'm sorry. Arsenal lead 1-0, but, uh, but Arsenal are down to 10. The 1-1 of the week, Baz, is live and kicking with 20 minutes to go. It is. Um Fantastic. Yeah, what about... I've just spotted this, Baz, completely apropos of nothing. Um, have you got the Europa Conference League page open? The I, can I can have it open in about three seconds. Go on, have a look, because I want you to tell me what team I'm looking at and for absolutely no reason find it hilarious. 
Let's have a quick look. Which conference league did you say? Conference league. Thursday night? Yeah. I'll give you one FC, guess, Baz. FC Struga Trim and Lum. I'm right, that's funny, Honor. I've done a why it's funny. It's a little FC bit Struga Trim and it's the word and. Yeah. Trim and Lum. Not just Trim, Baz. Or Lum. Not either one of those by themselves. Trim and Lum. L-U-M. What's all that about? Giants uh, of the uh, Macedonian League, aren't they? Oh, is that where they're from? Apparently so. <laughs> Fucking Trim and Lum. We get on them. They're playing Breederblick. Breederblick, that's the second mention they've had on the podcast. Uh, yeah, since I'm sure. you, you talked about Breederblick. Right. Um, should we go away, Baz, and let these people yes. get on with their lives? Let's go away. And if anyone has tuned in for the first time or for the second time <laughs> and thinks what a heap of shit this is, uh, come back on Wednesday. It'll definitely be better when we're talking about the proper stuff. Because <laughs> <laughs> it has been a little bit. We have had to cobble something together um, just to keep the momentum up. Um, hopefully, there's still some winners in there. I think, apart from that, Villa, oh, yeah, there is. Massively wrong. Um, hopefully, we'll have some winners, build a pot, ready to hit the Premier League for this weekend for the third time running. We've had two solid weeks. So, yeah, keep coming back. And hopefully, somebody has hit the uh, five star on that Spotify and got us off 50. Oh, uh, yeah, for the 10,000 so, uh, pounds. We'll see. If, you haven't, if that hasn't happened by Wednesday, then I'm, I'm not going to be here. Oh, okay. Just checking. Still on 49. Uh, Palace won a penalty. They're not getting one. If this stays 1 0 Arsenal, I'm going to put all the money on. Party's waving his hand around for a yellow card. That's not a yellow card either. Right. People don't need to listen to me watching football. Um, thanks, everyone, for listening. Like Bass says, we'll get stuck right in uh, to the Premier League on, on Wednesday night. Uh, good luck with all your picks if you're back in FC Struger, Truman, Lum. Um, until then, we'll see you down the road. Cheers. <laughs>